Clap it up, clap it the fuck up. Clap it the 
Polite coolery. What did you call me? C. What? I said C. Pass the blunt. Make sure you got the dollar sign in the front. Wow. That's a real Don't spell her shit without a dollar sign. Or run me my fade. That's real shit. Nah, you better spell all that shit right. It's not the letter C. It's not C E. It's not. None of that shit is S I E. It's not Psy. It's C. <laughs> My name C, is bitch. Sierra. Where the fuck did you get Psy as a nickname out of Sierra? Like I've never thought of calling you Psy. Ever. Yeah. Y'all want to know like, a funny story? Of Tell us. Shout out to my nigga Real Finesse. Realest know? nigga in the room. So, He's not in this um, room. He in the room. He just, you know, yeah. He, oh, and, wait, wait, wait. She said Finesse. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. I'll I know. Shout out, shout out to my nigga Real Brody, too, though. <laughs> my fault. And they both my niggas, though. Oh, God. No, shout out to Real Brody for real, because I wouldn't have met Real Finesse if it wasn't for Real Brody. So Likewise. But Real Finesse... um. I don't know how we became so close to the point where I would just pull up on this nigga like, yeah, I'm outside. Buzz me in and I will just beat her. Um, or to the point where he would be at work and I'm like, hey, real, can I come chill at your loft, kill time real quick, whatever, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so one night... Uh, me and Real thing was we like to drink wine and I would watch him paint or Real was always going over. Uh, none of his paintings were finished, put it like that. Mm -hmm. He was always changing some shit. He would take a painting and flip it to a whole nother concept, like that one session. That was our thing or whatever. Talking shit, watching cartoons, shit like that. So one day we walking in the crib. We walking up the steps. If you know how real loft was made, you know how to get in that bitch. Mm -hmm. So we walking up the steps, and he, like, finally, he just, like, pushed me or something. I was like, damn, nigga, like, what's your problem? He was like, y'all hear me calling your name? I'm like, real, you have not called my name this entire 30 seconds that we've been walking up these steps. He like, I've been saying, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Stop! I'm like, I said, real, that's not my name. It's C. He was like, C? Where the fuck you get C out of S-I-E? You know, like, die is D-I-E, and it's, it's die, not D. And I was like, yeah, you right, but I-E is also E in the You're same right. case. <laughs> so, he like, no, your name's Sai. So that's when I discovered that, um, which I'm going to apologize. If you've ever called me Sai and it looked like I ignored you, I just didn't know your ass was calling my name. Because <laughs> I've been, I, it wasn't until then that I noticed that this may be a possibility of this happening. And one day it happened, I was like, I'm sorry, but like, that's not how you pronounce my name. So... Yeah, but it's S-I-E, bitches. Spell it right. <laughs> Pronounce it right. Like, see really the fine auntie that pull up with the fine, like, the dope-ass Beamer. <laughs> hey, stunning my mama car, you know what I'm saying? Like, she everybody's favorite auntie, dog. Like, <laughs> hey, it's crazy, because my mama never, never liked for me to drive her cars. Like, she's never been like, oh, yeah, you can take my car today. I'll drop, like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> you gonna drive your mom, so I'm gonna drive my BMW. What the fuck? 
it wasn't until I moved to Chicago and I came back that she was like, all right, she going to need a car to drive, and she's not going to drive her stepfather's pickup truck. Like, <laughs> And I don't want her driving this sports car, so shit, I'm going to give her the keys to the Beamer, and that's how I started driving it. <laughs> I got the stunt. Got the keys to the Beamer. She's like, actually getting rid of that car. She just bought a new car. So. That's what's up. Yeah. Because Beamers are kind of... German cars are kind of trash. You always got some type of fucking maintenance on yeah, them. Yeah, but you know, that car part. that she had was a 2003. Damn. Yes. That's how quality they are, though. Yeah. And she got that car back in, like, um 2008. So it wasn't too old when she got it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's old now, shit. That motherfucker... <laughs> I was like, get me out this bitch. <laughs> but yeah, she getting rid of that shit, so. Yeah. We just, like, started being like you when you come to events. Like, when C come to events, I mean, the event is real. It's legit. Like, it's like, all right, she's here. Now we can really do some, like, debauchery. Like, I used to good. go to events so and niggas with little bow wow me. You <laughs> said what? I would go to events and niggas with little bow wow me. I ain't, I, you older than me? Yeah. Yeah, I know you older than me. <laughs> I just found that shit out. Like, damn. Like, a year or two ago. I'm like, damn, Benjamin Button, what the fuck? <laughs> but, oh, shit. I got the best, uh, I got the best skincare routine in the game. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, the key is just wash your face. I've with been cold water. older than my actual age for so long that now when I get carded, I be insulted. Like, nigga, I've been 27. Forever, like now, I just nigga. turned twenty. Like, yeah, like what the fuck? But no, um, what the fuck? I'm high. Like, damn. <laughs> I just don't want to trade a thought. Like, what oh, the fuck? Me, like I said, when she covered the party, that shit real. All right, yeah. yeah so that's parties. what I was saying. And Niggas then, like, be trying to little bow wow me because yeah. they felt like they was older than me. But I hate to say the gag was, but nigga, the gag was like I was. At the Atomic Cowboy, 15, 6, no, really like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Like, and you had to be 21 to get in yeah. that motherfucker. So they I'm, hard too, damn. Mm-hmm. But I would be able to get on niggas' list. Like, Adrian, like, Adrian was like the big homie. And like, M-Easy, who goes by Q-Hall now. That's no, like that nigga M-Easy, fuck that shit. Like, fuck that sleazy, name, easy forever. <laughs> but like, um, Barry, well, MVP go, go by his rapper name, but, uh. Nah, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Barry. Nah, like, in that time period, Indiana Rome, um, William H, like, mm-hmm. shit, Domino Effect, even then, was like, hella, uh, Siege, um, Bodine, like, Everybody She's dropping names. She yeah. dropping some same right. like legends. Really? Like, um, Mastermind at the time was like, uh, he was becoming like of like who he is mm-hmm. now. So like his shit was in sweet life, or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But at that time, like that's whose music I had tuned into first. And then Adrian being a big homie and, like, us having mutual associates. When niggas have shows, and I would just be like, hey, I'm not of age, but I really want to come. Like, can mm. I? I'll still pay. And niggas would, yeah, like, you good. 2720, been there forever. Right. Like, but but niggas was still, like, niggas that didn't know me that was in these events was still trying, like, trying, like, little Bow Wow me on some, like, Man, who is this young 
beep, so like, look, right. and I just used to be like, all right, whatever, start getting, you know, 2012 Twitter was pretty reckless and disrespectful, like, yes, pretty, what, yes, it was, it was wild, <laughs> um, niggas, you could do shit and not get canceled back then, so Hell niggas yeah. was going in on motherfuckers on, so when people would like get out of line, or not even get out of line, but when I feel like they was trying to belittle me because of my age, I, it wasn't even because I was a woman, like it was because of my age type shit. I would just be like, yeah. But you was money, Mitch, like how we are now. Like uh, literally when you nah. walk in, they're like, oh, C's in the building. Yeah. <laughs> in nah, the nah, it's a couple people that I'm very good friends with right now that was like, low-key on that with me but like people have admitted that like damn i remember when you was and i ain't really think you was and now you all of that like <laughs> i can i can tell when i first <laughs> met you that you was young before you even spoke to me i was just like all right like like i said for those who don't know i met c in new orleans and shouldn't have been in no goddamn New Orleans at that age right and we was on the bus <laughs> and i was listening to everybody talk to the right of me and I was like, damn, them niggas young as hell. Let me turn this YG up. <laughs> <laughs> I can just you know tell now, by they talking. I was like... You know, now now that um I know how old you are, that yeah. makes sense. It's like what I said before we had started recording. Like, It was us, the black group, and then there wasn't really no other black people except for Benny. And I would just be like, I'm like, who this other nigga that's just like, this nigga got his hood on, like, he just by himself type shit, and I can't tell if he with nobody. Now it makes sense, because we was hella younger. Super young. Than you, so. Jazz, rail. (laughs) I was like, oh, these niggas young as fuck. And rail is the grandfather right now. He's the grandfather of the group. I think Real is the oldest. And then, like... Real and wow. Jess are the oldest. Because then, like, we was at, uh... I forgot who was watching perform. I believe it was Schoolboy Q or some shit. And, um... That was my first time seeing Schoolboy. Me and Real was like, yo, you was at the Domino Effect show. Yo, yeah. And I am too, nigga. I was at that motherfucker. And, like, this is lit. And we became friends and shit. And then that's when Real was like, yeah, this nigga Benny hella cool, like... <laughs> I talked to dude. I talked to dude. See what he was on. You know. <laughs> Introduce myself. <laughs> I just myself. That nigga was a real nigga. Yeah, I fuck with me. I was like, hey, that was so good at that. Like, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I love um, mocking yeah. my friends and like, like just she be like, they voices see, like, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, like just voice can go from like. Sex operator tone to like turn like in a matter right. in a split second. So that should be hella funny. Like when Jess be mad, she be like she be hella. <laughs> her voice I can't even describe the way her voice goes. And real he just never yells. Um, you never hear real yell. So like the video when he was mad about <laughs> Spider Man, <laughs> we was in the chat laughing about that all day. Like. <laughs> Nigga, you was yelling. Nigga, I don't have a fucking PS4. <laughs> uh, ah! like, hey, that nigga really don't. You? That nigga don't yell, dog. <laughs> he really don't like. When I seen that, I was like, damn. Yeah, don't bite your eyes sound when I yell. And Roach, he talk like motherfucking Ja Rule. Like he he talk like a fucking uncle all the time. Yeah, bro. Like the, the few times I've had, like I've been around Roach and I heard him speak. He talk like a Don, like he in a mafia. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> he got 
his back to the wall. Like he like hey, the nigga. roach guy. He the roach yeah, guy. Yeah, nigga, I, don't, I don't know if I got to use this drink on here, but yeah, um, I, I, I got it. Gonna, I got it. I got Man. it right here. Nigga. Hey, you know what's funny? That year we went to Buku, he met a girl with the same last name, but it was a white girl. That shit was hella funny. She hey, like, I went to school with a girl named Angel Roach. We was calling his name Roach, Roach, and she like turning around, and he like, oh, your name Roach too? That's weird. Like, you a girl? She like, no, nah, that's my last name. He was like, that's my last name too, and they was on some cousins. That's when he posted Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider Man is you. The Spider Man meme. Like. Then, like, Kiana, she hella funny. Like, uh, that's the. She be like, She will punch you in your eye. I was in the motherfucking nub. Like, <laughs> she just. Her voice hella squeaking and she cussed hella hard. Super hard. Kiana, Kiana, the real auntie of the group. She the, um. She did a two dollar Tuesday <laughs> finna jam with some yo Gotti like auntie, and I'm like the, yeah I'm with that shit, but I be <laughs> on some like let's go to this art show first and then we gonna yeah. go to the club. <laughs> Kiana be like shit, we can go to this bar right off King's Highway like. <laughs> I be with that shit though. I'm with all that shit. Let's go. Shout out to you for saying Pretty Willie's the king of R and B. Pretty Willie is the king of R and B. That nigga made. You know why he the real king of R and B? Because this nigga is singing gospel now, and he's like a choir. Um, it's not the choir director. It's like the head of the. He's the minister of music at like one of the big ass churches in St. Louis. So my nigga went from secular music <laughs> to gospel music, and he killing it in gospel too. Like, hey, y'all know this nigga was like super fast in high school. Yeah, like, a track, track star. Yeah, he what was school like, did Pretty Willie go to? Berkeley, I think. Yeah, he was wow. the only nigga to run nine nine yeah, in the hundred dash in high school. I remember that thing. Shout out to Missouri. P Dub. Yeah, P Dub. Shout out man. to P Dub. I remember when he changed his name. I was like, ugh. Nah, nigga, you Pretty Willie, nigga. <laughs> like that nigga yeah. made touching pretty it, my Willie nigga. Swell. Touch. Benny, you my nigga, Benny. You are my... I used to listen to that nigga. I never heard better track. You are my nigga. Touching it is a real R&B record. (laughs) I must have seen you on MySpace. He really said that, dog. He he sang that shit. (laughs) He had a run on that part. I think Pretty Willie Suella was like my Bebo's page song. That was some some Bebo ass shit. Mm -hmm. She got a man that was on a lot of um, Bebo pages. Four Walls? Four Walls. Yeah. I used to be like, damn, change your fucking song. Everybody got the same <laughs> song, shit. Yeah, everybody. Um, that shit low and slow because your song low. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I ain't even chime in on the R&B. Like, oh, C already said it. Never mind. I'm good. Because I was about I to say to... Pretty Willie, and I was about to say Max B, and I was about to you... <laughs> back. <laughs> hey, I, my, my I was input on that up. was Pleasure P. Uh, no, 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 no. Pleasure, Pleasure P is not. He's not an R and B king, but when he got hits. That's what I said. I said Pleasure P. Got Pleasure hits. P has hits, but also he was before he even went mainstream independent. When his shit was just like, like before I did you wrong became the uh, the remastered version. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Pleasure P was a street R&B legend. Yeah. He was an R&B street legend. So, like, 
I would put him on that king spectrum, but as far as like mainstream, oh R&B, no, 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 and that's what like I was like, nah. his lane, his lane. I did not say shit because I had three niggas in mind. It was Pretty Willie, it was Max B, and it was Avant, nigga. And I didn't want to hear shit else. Nigga. Avant, a hey, Avant got that nigga made read your mind. Um, <laughs> but you know what, Kim, he's oh, Kim is a slept no. on. Love calls. I was actually in class. My shit. teacher Kim was playing love calls. has two albums that I can sing word for word straight through. I was rather you had said Tank. Hell no. Exactly. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. I don't know. <laughs> tank, tank made slowly. That was oh, the only Tank song no. I fucked with. I like y'all slowly Fuck is that no, jam. Baby. Hey, what happened to Jaheen? Bruh, that nigga was cold, though. Jaheen was cold. He was like the new age, like, Teddy, because he had the same type of, like, bass in his voice and shit. Hey, when Drill Avert went, like, super, we uh, super fucking R&B, and he had all the, like, 40-year-old mills out there, like, ready and willing. That's how I know he was. I was like, whoa, like, this this is a total, that was a good rebrand for him. Sadly, he passed, like, in the middle of, like. Like, yeah, getting right. He was, I think he was probably, like, in his, like, damn, I'm finally doing this shit right type shit. And then that shit. That nigga made pop, pop, pop goes my mind, dog. Like, you ever listen to that shit? Like, this nigga, like, bruh. Like, I be wanting to be sitting in the studio with these niggas like, damn, Marvin Gaye really made this it, shit, bro. Yeah, I wish I and I want to sit in on that shit Gaye. like, damn, I want to have what you was smoking, my nigga. Like, yeah. you I'm was speaking to think real shit and pure. That was super R&B there, mom. Uh, my mama used to listen to a lot of, my mama and my dad, they hey. used to listen to a lot of Carl Thomas. We used to listen to Joe. Joe, definitely. Hey, Joe got hits. Um, like I said, I'm old, so it was Joe to see. <laughs> it was Joe to see yeah. a new edition. Oh, but my old. dad, my dad was the type to ride Cadillacs and shits, so his shit had to have some beat. And a lot of times, like Joe, if the beat sounds sloppy out the subs, then the song is not getting played. <laughs> no matter how hard the beat is, but you could have. Um, Damn, what's that song Joe got? Hey, all right, so y'all know on Don't Be a Menace when they. What your man can't do. Yeah, that yeah. song. There we yeah. go. When he bought the that hot song, sauce out. Yeah, <laughs> that song sounds a mess in a old school with like a system and shit yeah. like that. It's like too much going on chunk. in a song. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it'd be like the bass line. Like, it's just way too much shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not an R&B song. You could, that's some shit my mama could play in her car. Mm. But my daddy was listening to like Carl Thomas. Like Carl Thomas shit was... Beat smooth beat, beat yeah. <laughs> he was listening to Avant. Um, Bruh, my why niggas to, don't bring up Avant? Dog? My daddy used to play the fuck out of that read your mind song. I'd be like, Bruh, damn, that nigga, that like so every time we get in the car, you would put hey, this shit on hey, repeat, man. nigga, like especially so, the end of the so, motherfucker. Music soul child don't count. Oh, um, music soul child. He, he beating like a Bruh, motherfucker, uh, nigga. Um, no, no. You know why he doesn't count crazy? because. Music Soul Child is looked up, looked at as a neo soul artist, and neo True. soul and R and B are yeah. not one and the same. Yeah, yeah. But it crosses damn. over. It's just like Jill Scott. Jill yeah. Scott is she has some R and B songs, but she's really like neo soul. Yeah, like, yeah. But she guess, very well uh, could cross over too. But people like Angie Stone. Angie Stone had like one R and B ish song, and the mm-hmm. rest of her shit is just neo like, soul. Neo soul. Yeah. Like yeah. They all under the Erica Badu tree. Um, yeah. Who else? Oh, and, um, 
D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So D'Angelo, yeah, I guess you now, could say he started He's he's Neo Soul as hell. He's one of the Rafael you know it's crazy. Him and Angie Stone got kids together. Yeah, yeah. That's I did not know that yeah. until her um behind the music or no. No, I'll never forget I was Some at the, shit unsung. I was at the Mayday Parade and like like when Brown Sugar came out, like niggas was really like bumping. Oh, yeah. They was bumping that song that uh that shit. Damn motherfucker! Yeah. I'm not walking up King's house like yo. These niggas playing D'Angelo like oh shit. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Oh yeah. I love Jamie Foxx um, as that unpredictable artist. album. The Dream. VIP. The Dream. We sampled that shit. Yeah. On the Self Care Boys album. Uh, we we made that shit on the fly. Um, if y'all listen to that, please do. That <laughs> shit was funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's funny as hell. But it's just like damn like. If this hit the right Twitter page and went viral, like niggas will have a career off of this type of music. Right, and we that's the goal. We really send <laughs> beats. We was like, yo, let's just rap about yeah. titties, man. Yeah, yeah like that shit was sell. Like how cupcake music is. Like people didn't take cupcake serious until they saw her taking herself serious. I never like, listened to her shit. I seen like what she looked like in pictures of her. I just never. A lot of people would consider her to be a joke. Like a lot of people yeah. didn't think I she was a real artist. I listen to a, a lot of mixes artist. and they really, they really fuck with cupcake. Like they put her in everything. Oh, cupcake has had an amazing year. She's yeah. played every major festival damn near you can think of. Like her pictures and shit. She always come up with the wildest mm-hmm. captions. Her. Her shit is just like you can see the happiness in her. Like yeah, her shit genuine. just flawless. She's yeah. like fuck all that hate. Like I'm out here, nigga. <laughs> she made it being. Her, she stuck to her true self. And yeah, it worked. She get a lot of love in Chicago. Like she gets so much love out there. She didn't did everything, and she's such a humble person. Like That's she's within up. arm's reach. A lot of people aren't in within arm's reach. So. Yeah, her her social media presence is like she she always talking to people. Yeah, always. That's what, that's she be up. checking motherfuckers too, but yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that should be funny. I'll be like, yeah, that's right. Tell them. Like, you're the youngest in here. That's automatic. You always the baby everywhere, but you hold your own. That's why I always respect you. And always you. the boss. Yeah, you always you the yeah, boss I'm lady. Yeah, I'm the baby boss. You the boss, boss lady. Boss baby. Like. Yeah, I'm the That's... boss baby, not the baby boss. <laughs> <laughs> like, take us through, like, yo, like, experience in St. Louis. Because yours might be, of course, yours is going to be kind of different from mine, but kind of the same. But My experience as in how I grew up. Yeah. Um. All right, so typical St. Louis born-ass kid. My mm. mama is from Normandy. Okay. Pine line, those shout out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and my dad is from U City. That's big ups down the street. My daddy, yeah, I'm in that group of kids that it's a group of kids that their parents went to U City and they have the privilege to say they attended school with Nelly. My daddy is one of those parents. (laughs) He can say, yeah, I went to school with Nelly, not me and Nelly went to the same school. And then my mama from Normandy. And, like, back then, as my mama say, like, Normandy girls used to fuck with you city niggas. So that's just, like, the most St. Louis-ass shit I never heard. them niggas don't like each other. 
Nope. Yes, <laughs> right. it's like even though they fuck with each other, they don't like each other. Like nah. Normandy got their own picnic. You city has you city day. They have nope. they like they real prideful. Shout out to y'all, because them niggas in Normandy was from Pagedale. Yeah, and we ain't fuck with Pagedale. Yeah, like, at all. so like by the time I was born, my mom, um, my grandparents had just moved out of Normandy, and they were living in North County. Um, by really like across from Central, the neighborhood across from Hazelwood Central. And this old North County, this like yeah, this back in yeah, the day, Jamestown. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah, that's what it was. That was ass, uh, yeah. my people got a job at one of these Fortune 500 companies, and they mm-hmm. just moved us out here. There's a bunch in St. Louis, and it wasn't even the new cribs because uh, what is that, Jost or Joss Farms? Those houses weren't mm-hmm. even built. That yeah. was cornfield, mm-hmm. literally from. Vail to the Kmart damn near before you got to the next neighborhood of houses and apartments it was cornfield like at least two three miles um yeah they was in that group of people so my mama lived out in uh Hazelwood Florissant and then um but Hazelwood School District but my dad still lived in U-City so like as a toddler I would be in my mom's with my grandparents because she was staying with them first. And then we moved, like, out on Lambert, kind of going south or whatever. And I was in preschool. I went to preschool right off of um, 270 and Natural Bridge. It was a preschool there called Joyland. Little kids, hella kids in St. Louis that went to Joyland. I went to Victory Lane. <laughs> I don't know what that shit is, but it nah, was Wicked and Joyland, nigga. It was connected. It uh, was the same people that own that shit. Damn. Y'all <laughs> niggas was still weaker, nigga. But no. We just got street from Human Park in you city. Yeah, we was right across there. from the where the Quick Trip is in the hoods or whatever, which is now, I think, mm-hmm. a Menards. Mm-hmm. But um, I went to Joyland, and yeah, so that's where I went to preschool and shit. And then, of course... I lived with my mom. My mom and dad was together, but they didn't live together. So I lived in my mom. So how did you pull okay. that off? Because I, I need pointers. <laughs> well, well, probably um, they just had to move in together. <laughs> my dad was there, but he lived with my grandparents still in U City. Okay. Because a lot of stuff that he did, like my dad's entire side of the family lives in U City. Like we, they lived in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um. So everything he did was out there. It wasn't nothing for him in the county. So yeah, he there throughout the week, but. Most of the time, like, he has, yeah. he got his shit at his mama house, too. Um, but, yeah, so I went to school in Hazelwood, part of kindergarten, and then I transferred to Ferguson when we moved to Ferguson, Florissant. Then I transferred back to Hazelwood um, after... Nah, I was still in Ferguson, Florissant, but I don't know why I changed schools Again, I don't know, whatever. So I went, I was in Ferguson, Florida until third grade, and our apartment caught on fire. And at that time, I was living off 270, so county, county raised, basically. Mm, I'm county raised. Niggas so is no like, code. use you city or county. I'm county, and I'm not afraid. Like, I, I, That's I'm, all county to me. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's niggas that was born in the county, but they want to have this city 
approach. Yeah, I know, I like I can get justice. It's to me, it's not a city or county thing. Like mm-hmm. it's really just how you was raised. Like right. was you raised to act like a bitch, or was you right. raised to stand yeah. up for yourself? That, that's like, how. That's why we always got into the fights. Like yeah. because it be I was either fighting Wellston niggas or I was fighting Page. Because they, they were taught that they people that yeah. grew up in the county was weak, and exactly. it's like no, a lot of my parents no. came from the city, and I'm literally yeah. like, and they brought me here to raise me here, so I don't gotta go through the shit that a lot of people who don't have the opportunity to get out the city, unfortunately, they have to go through. Like right. my mom. I could have lived. You city is not a bad area, but nah. you city today in 2018 is different. Well, at yeah, the point different. when Rio got killed at you city day, like that's mm-hmm. when you city was waking up. Like, all right, like we need to tighten up on yeah, some I, shit. I remember that. Like I was like, damn, that's a hemp. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's like that's right up the street. You know, it's like, crazy. I had just drove past the spot where they was. Because, you know, niggas have shit inside the park. So it's a bridge that yep. you could drive through so you can load mm-hmm. and unload. I had literally just drove over that bridge, parked my truck. When I got out the truck, it was a stampede of people running towards the back where we were. And we like, what the fuck just happened? Because come to find out, like, that was it. Yep. And it was police yeah. right there. But it's a picnic with a thousand people, like. Cars driving through the grass they not supposed to be driving through. Yep. Like, shit was crazy. So that's... It's like, I could have grew up there, but my dad is also way more younger-minded than my mom, even though they're the same age. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, my mama wanted me with her. And then when my, my mom's a hairstylist, so on the weekends, I would either be at my grandma's house on my dad's side, then I could be with him, or I was with my grandparents from my mom. So... Um, but when our crib caught on fire, we moved back to, um, to, we was Hazelwood School District, but Florissant. And my backyard was Ferguson, Florissant. The left side of my house was Berkeley. The right side was some other shit. And the front was Hazelwood. So that's, I stayed in Hazelwood or whatever. But that's when I got out of Ferguson, Florissant, and I transferred back to Hazelwood. And I've been in Hazelwood since third grade yeah i graduated out that bitch out of west so okay yeah, but i went to tech yeah it was because i went from changing schools it seemed like damn near every year every two yeah. years to i'm i i can look back and say damn i've been knowing you since third grade and a lot of them kids that i went to elementary school with we was all in the summer camp in those surrounding daycares together mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, I really been knowing you since summer camp type shit. Didn't know, yeah. But but I also spent a lot of time in U City. Um, my dad was involved enough. So like <laughs> I got to my daddy wasn't shout out to my daddy. I can say this shit because we didn't have these conversations. So like I can be honest, I ain't gonna front like my daddy not not shit, but my daddy, my stepdaddy is take doing some shit that my or has done some shit that my dad should have did but it's just like my dad and my stepdaddy have that respect so it ain't no you know what i'm saying my daddy he appreciate the fact that it's somebody that can step in Mm -hmm. to help his child when he not able to and that takes a lot of a man to hell yeah these weird ass niggas in 2018 be mad because they they baby mama found somebody that's good to her and Mm -hmm. their kids like foolishness 
I'm just making sense. I see what you're doing. You wanted them, nigga. And we gonna leave it at that. I see what you're doing. I'm just making sense, man. But not like I hear you though. My dad has a relationship like that with my brother's dad. Okay, that's and you know what I'm saying. And now my stepdad, and also my mom with my stepmom. Like they all get along. Like they get it. You know what I'm saying. So I've seen it my whole life. So they want the best interests for the child. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, you know I'm gonna say this though. Like a lot of times with men versus women. You don't really have a lot of men that's like petty or tripping off of like kids and baby daddies because it's just like women, we the ones that have a kid. So if it's easier low key for a man to be gay and go meet somebody without a kid, like it's, it's we not in a time yet where um, it'll be like that. Our community, we not in a time where it's like we're comfortable enough to go out and see a, a gay couple with children. There are mm. plenty in the world, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so when a man, we some woman with the kids, just like, all right, like, versus a woman that go meet a nigga with a kid, like, you like, damn, I got baby mama drama. Like, niggas don't do baby daddy drama. They just don't give a fuck unless they got a bitch just like I think that all just because like it be the women that be causing the drama for real cause she gonna get disrespectful with a nigga and then the baby daddy gonna be like go tell that nigga or you need to get your like you know what I'm saying? Just gonna say something that's directed to them, and then yeah, because you already they gotta be a stand up dude to go talk to a woman Hell with a child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm get saying. Because like, you mature enough to understand, like, all right, she got a kid. I'm gonna be taking exactly. care of both of them. If we but get women, and but that's what I'm saying. Because women on the other side, they have a thing where it's like, I want to be the first person to have your kid, or like he got a kid. Most women. I'm talking about the bad apples. I ain't saying this how women is. Because it is niggas that's like this too. It's an even scale. But commonly, it be baby mama drama because the girl is like, don't have that bitch around my, my son. Kid. Coming off instantly disrespecting the other person. Where it's just like, niggas be like... I've been there. Niggas know a woman ain't just gonna have a kid around any old nigga. So if they see their girl niggas and it's a hope. new nigga around, they know it's gotta be something serious. But most bitches be like, bitch, like, <laughs> I do this and I do that for your son. You be out. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it just be some petty ass shit. But no, nah, my daddy wasn't like that. My mama just, she knew that my daddy liked his cars. He liked his friends. He liked hanging out. And... That wasn't, it wasn't bad, but she just like, I can't have my kid around it all the time. So, like, I grew up with my mama most of the time in the county. And then my dad met my stepmom, and they, my What's your daddy name? We might have the same daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I hope we don't got the same shit, goddamn me. No, no. Shit. But I, I understand your situation. Bro, my, my close friends know my, my daddy. They know a, a, my they know my daddy issues that I have, so I hope you ain't another kid, nigga. Shit. No, no, no. But like when my dad got married, he he became a lot more serious. He was older, so like he was taking shit serious. My stepmama ain't played no games. She was younger than him, but she she ain't play, that was a hard working bitch. Swear to my dad got remarried and his wife younger. That's why my mama fucked with her. Now, my mama and my stepmama used to beef. I ain't gonna lie. God, they used to beef, but shit. My dad used to be like, my baby mama was my high school sweetheart, so at the end of the day, like, mm. 
y'all gonna have to get this shit together, like type shit. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I when I got older, I spent a lot of time in my daddy house. He lived in Jennings, so you can say middle school through high school, kind of grew up in Jennings too. I met a lot of I met Barry, Hardface. Um, the nigga name is Hardface. Hardface and Starface, that's a, that's a, the rawest niggas in the in the crib. That's a nigga just they the hardest niggas prison, out the crib. But have like a redemption story. This nigga's name is Hardface. And I'ma tell you something. These little niggas is out here today in St. Louis. You know they like to roach. Said it's called Zap. They be making this. Zap. Zap. Well, what we talked about yesterday. Talk about yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, these niggas. Ain't never met hard and soft face. These niggas don't need no pistols. They don't need no nothing. These niggas gonna hit you with they left. I and remember they a right. nigga said he robbed a nigga with no mask. My nigga, they used to box for fun in the street with no gloves. Like, <laughs> real fighting. Like, not even boxing. They used to just fight for fun. Like, I done seen this nigga hard face knock somebody out. <laughs> I believe Just you. clean. Bring how hard you gotta hit a nigga like just a clean hit to knock a nigga clean the fuck these, out. All these Jennings niggas could fight, and they used to do these Jennings ciphers. It'd be a hundred motherfuckers in a room this big. They'd be in the kitchen of somebody's house, and King uh, Louis, this the original King Louis. You hear me? He used to um. He he was a producer. He still is a producer. He records a lot of people in St. Louis, low key. But um, yeah, he was behind all them Jennings niggas like. And they used to be in somebody's kitchen. He would be filming that shit. He probably did the beat to all of that. And that shit used to go viral. Like, they was really going viral back in the day. Before going viral on Twitter. They was going viral on YouTube without needing Twitter type shit. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I kind of grew up over there. Met Yoshi. Um, They was uh, Vanna Kenna something. They wasn't even Vanna Kenna back then. They was... A whole nother name I cannot think of. I'm really upset. Um, that's when I met <laughs> Lil Mike. Um, the whole <laughs> dream team. Yeah. I met all of them at the time. That's when I met Real. Real. Um, the more, the longer I stayed in Jennings with my dad, like during the summer, spending summers there, that's how I met more people from Jennings. Mm-hmm. And then Jennings, you gotta kids walk. Used to be outside. Yeah, cause right. you gotta. They they have to walk. Jennings yeah. is one of the only school districts that no buses that doesn't have buses, and they Ever. really could have, but they the only district in St. Louis County that does not have school buses, and that shit is goofy as fuck to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Because niggas like in... how? Everywhere else, niggas have the option to walk. These kids have to walk. Like, nigga, my daddy crib from Jennings High School, my daddy lived on McLaren, the portion of McLaren before Jennings Station... I mean, in between Jennings Station Road and Goodfellow. Mm-hmm. I used to have the... I didn't go there, but me and my cousin used to go on walks. This That's crazy. We used to straight be walking just for fun mm-hmm. type shit. But, um, and it was safe. Wow, damn, that's yeah. really crazy, bro. Fucking <laughs> kidnapped. Um, yeah, we used to, we used to walk to the Target from McLaren and Jane Station Road. It's not really far, but shit, if you ain't used to walking, like, shit, that shit far. We used to cut through the neighborhood, they made it longer. But the day that we actually walked to the high school, I was like, bro, it's <laughs> kids that walk here from the other side of West Florissant. Like, every mm-hmm. day. But, yeah, I kind of grew up in Jennings that whole time. And, yeah, so I'm like, Hazelwood, you city, Florissant, Jennings, built, bred, whatever. <laughs> call it thoroughbred, whatever. That's 
That's my rooting. So I never Louis. tapped into Normandy or none of the Pine Line. My cousins was from Pine Line. My stepmom, my dad's wife, she was a Normandy girl. So that's how her and my mama knew each other too. Like they, mm. my mama knew people, some of her family that was older than her and shit. So like I knew them, but them honestly, the only people that I know out there, I wasn't really out in Normandy because my family had already moved out. Like mm. so, yeah, that's my up. Bringing and shit. Damn. That's normal as fuck. Like, <laughs> like Yeah. Like it wasn't like else. no drastic shit. Like, I went from the city to the county or I was in the county moves to the city or none of that. It just kind of was like... I probably, honestly, to keep it a book, if our apartment didn't catch on fire when I was in second grade, I probably would have graduated out of Florissant. Because my mama always lived in Florissant, but she mm-hmm. she hit a stain on the house, so yeah, we moved into a crib, and that was the rest of that shit. But like a lot of my friends, the neighborhood I lived in, I stayed off of um, two seventy in Hanley. So you got Frost and you have Laddie. There are the two main streets into this neighborhood that doesn't Frostwood. Frostwood was the only portion or the only neighborhood I can say that had an actual name. Like yeah. it just We used was to a, go swimming over there when I was a kid. That the Berkeley pool yeah. when it was Throwback. open shit. Like <laughs> Throwback. they closed that bitch, but that neighborhood was so um uh blended because of the borderlines of the school districts mm-hmm. that a lot of my friends was from Berkeley went to or they was from yeah. yeah they went to another school but we was neighborhood One niggas McCool. so mm-hmm. and then you had Music Park the legendary music yeah. park like niggas used to just go up there hoop kick it whatever so I got a lot of friends from all over for, honestly that's how I know so many fucking people like my mama used to skate a skate king I used to go skating with her. Uh, I swear, everybody uh, mama can skate. Um, my mama can skate her ass off and never go skate. My daddy is into cars. He's a mechanic. He can install sounds. He loves putting together, taking apart cars. He's been in car clubs, collecting cars. My daddy has a model car collection. He has over 200 cars. And, and they crib... Model cars? Yeah. And yeah. they crib, they have shelves for all the cars. Wow. Him and my seven. And like mom, those are the ones that he put together, like you you had to go Some the of them come together. together and shit. Yeah, the yeah. rest of them you will build. Like me and my dad. I had a cousin used to do that shit. Yeah, me and my dad used to build cars together. And that's why I like Legos and like shit like that. I don't really care for sports. I like doing mechanical shit because of my with dad. The hands. Yeah. But my mom's a hairstylist too, so I the shit with hands is just cause of them. But um my mom brought, like, the girly, like, she a hairstylist, so what the fuck? I was getting my hair done. Like, I'm damn near the only little girl who hair always done. You hear me? <laughs> like, and I knew not to mess that shit up because my mom was going to be mad. But, um, but yeah, like, we had, my daddy had over 200 model cars. That's why I like currency, and I like how uh-huh. into cars he is and shit. Yeah, that's so that's like, that's, like, my upbringing for real. Yeah. Hey. My parents are key. known. They know everybody. We need to go on a spoke break. Absolutely. And the reason why I say that because I got pissed. So I'm going to see y'all later. <laughs> Bro, oh my God. Like, no. DJ Lil' Keith, what up? What up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. But the fuck these niggas said to me now, I don't give a fuck I'ma keep kind, nigga Ooh. Keep kind, do all this shit all day yeah, Balenciaga I can't fuck nobody. I'ma not jeans. Balenciaga. Holla when you buy it. Dollars. Dollars. Uh. Uh. Who that is? Uh. Who that is? Uh. Uh. Pull up. Where you at? Where you at? DJ Lil' King, what up? Ooh. Pipe up. Y'all. Ooh. Pipe up. Uh. Who? 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 Moving with a thotty, trying to fuck me for my cloudy cloudy. Moving with a thotty, trying to fuck me for my cloudy cloudy. Run that hoe upstairs, burn that hoe upstairs. I burn that hoe to the trap, but please don't tell nobody. Tell nobody. This is polite cooler. We in, we in the legendary dugout. Um, I'm, my speech will be slurred for the remainder of this uh, <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry. I'm very fucking fucked up. Misha, come save me. Uh, <laughs> uh, please save me. <laughs> Keep wiping me. Keep wiping me. <laughs> Nigga making me laugh in 2018 is beyond <laughs> me. Hey, that nigga really had bitches wipe his tongue. <laughs> like, dude, wipe his tongue. Like, what the fuck? Go Bobby ahead. R. Kelly. Did you hear the auntie in the crowd? Wipe him down, baby. You missed the spot. <laughs> missed the spot, baby. Like, oh my god. <laughs> hey, that was London. Hey, London. <laughs> She's like, Benny gives me money. <laughs> Every time I'm like, yo, let me got I got some spare spare change on me. I just came from the quick trip. <laughs> let me give her a little dollar or two. Okay. Events. I was there when I saw her. I was like, yo. We was working on Vibes 2016. My bad. This wasn't a yellow dress. No. Not at oh no. That was on that was on TC complete transformation at that point. I don't remember what I wore. The... Nah, it was the fucking shit at Blank Space. Can, can I can I say this since you here? We talked about what? we talked about this. Yeah, you well you exited the room. I I had to, I had to let it. Okay, I had to so tell that story. I was at home. My air condition went out, so mm-hmm. it was like a, it was a a crib crisis. I couldn't go out that night. Mm-hmm. It was something at Blank Space going on. I believe it was a '90s party. And I was like, damn, I can't make it. I got some shit at home I got to take care of. And Mo was like, yo. 
Well, I didn't know he was about to say my name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I, no, asked, no, I no. asked for your permission. We didn't know. I did. I gave you permission. Okay, okay. I'm I, so. I, 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 like, I will stop if you need me no, to. No, please, please proceed. She's like, yo, who was shorty in the yellow dress? And I was like, I wasn't there. See, I told so you. So I don't, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then I seen the pictures like, oh, let's see. <laughs> see oh, I, I, told, I said that, didn't I? I told you that. Oh, yeah, yeah. let's see. That's it. But me and him wasn't doing podcasting yet or even thinking about shit like that at the time. I, I got a bad memory. I don't know. No, we wasn't. Like, who was? That was, uh. Polite coolery wasn't a thought. Okay. At that point. That was at this party Aloha had at the blank space. Yeah, and I was like, honey buns. I, I was that supposed to go there. Oh, yeah. And I, I didn't I went go. To honey buns. And mm-hmm. I was he was like, yo. Night. Yep. He was like, who is this? Uh, oh, let's see. Like, that was like when I had really started gaining weight and like <laughs> having when the DMs got shape. flooded. <laughs> and I was like, like, my clothes have always just fit hella weird because I wasn't, like, curvy, but I wasn't skinny either. So, like, I had got to the point where I was, like, fuck pants, fuck bras. <laughs> like, I stopped wearing bras because I had to have surgery at one point. But, um, yeah, like, I just was like, fuck this shit because it's annoying to me or whatever. But, yeah, I had bought this dress. I was skeptical on buying a yellow-ass dress because you know how... Yellow was a hard color to shop with clothing online. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, is this yellow or is this like dandelion? Like, mustard. <laughs> or is this mustard? Yeah. Is this a golden? Like, what the fuck is this? But I got that dress and I tried it on and I tied it. It's really, it really has like a short split, but I tied it to the sides to make it fit a little tighter. And boom. I was like, whoa, look at my weight. <laughs> That's amazing. Because I was 22. Oh, that was, that was like the joke, like, with me. Like, you know, 2012 Twitter was like when you turn 23. That's when you hit your, like... Mm. That's when women like hit their prime. I don't know why they nah, were saying like, that. You're not in your prime yet. Not prime, but like that's when they body like. Some, I don't, it I'm was some dumb 26. ass shit. Wait, yeah, 26, 27, 28. That's yeah. I be feel the same way. Yeah, I feel the same way because I feel like at this age that I am right now, I'm stressing a lot. So I, I've lost all of that. And how old are you right now? I'm 23. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I I turned 23, I lost all of that weight. I was 150. September, when I came to St. Louis, I was my high school weight. I was 130. Mm -hmm. It's like, whoa. So now I'm here, and I'm gaining my 50 pounds back. I didn't... (laughs) 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 Shit, I'm trying to gain 55 of them bitches, like... Nah, like, real shit. Like, she was working... Like I said, we was working on that vibe shit. That was 2016. And that was the story you was telling me. Rail was like, yo, I need you to do this for me. I was like, what? Then help me out with vibes. I'm like, nigga, I don't know how to do none of this shit, bro. He said, no, no, no. Just I need you to talk about it. Just write about it. I was like, all right, cool. But I need you to come to meetings. Benny had the easiest shit in the world. And I was like, fuck, come to meetings? Why? Benny hated coming to meetings. And he was just... Half the time, he wouldn't even come. <laughs> <laughs> like, that nigga, that nigga Alex was like, yo, I can tell how old this nigga is, how he respond to group chats. Yep. And that was the realest shit ever. I was like, yo, I'll be like, I'm just waiting for my name to pop up. 
Yep, and, and then, then that's when I'll he would respond. I used to be like, this nigga Benny not doing shit. <laughs> I really you know wasn't, what? dog. That makes so much sense now. I, I was not doing... Real told me, like, yo, I just need you to write about this shit. I was like, okay, I got you, bro. He said, but nah, just come to the meetings and shit and Man, be involved. You have to be involved, nigga. So if we talking and, about ideas, you got to talk too, nigga, damn. And I would never talk. I just sit there and watch... So I watched him argue, watched him, like... Just talk about ideas and oh, shit. Yeah, we was arguing. But it was always C that was like the youngest, but the most like mature out of everybody. So she'd be like, "Look, nigga, we need some organization. Um, we need to do X, Y, Z." I would start the arguments. I had no problem starting an argument. If she had no problem being wrong. the bad guy. And that's I why have I no problem starting person. an argument if it means I'm gonna get my point across. Like if I'm if you doing some dumb nigga shit or this shit just doesn't make sense, like I'm gonna be petty so you can see like, oh, it's fucked up to say that, but sometimes like you have to be that way to get your point across. Like I'm not trying hey, to be right. Like it's like I'm not trying to be right, but it's like I'm I didn't watch shit be done such a way so many times that it's like obviously that's not working let's do some other shit like, like I'm like that's what I, the fuck I'm here for she like, come up with all the ideas and then all like the like organization shit and I just be like look in my mind I'm thinking like thank god I am not doing this shit like, and I, I let niggas like, take care of the creative shit visually I'm not a creative director so I let real I was like, yeah, you just, like, Jess is doing um, photography. I'm like, you and Jess got that. Both y'all are the visual creatives in this. Like, like, but her, she was like, if she wasn't there, that not shit's happening. not happening. Like, I it's trust not. trust nobody to do that. <laughs> I was just like, yo. Oh, and Roach is there, too. Hey, <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> I used that to argument argue was with, so funny. It was me and Jess versus Real and Roach. And, me and, and she and was Jess like, Roach, all you did was bring them weak-ass cuts. <laughs> and I was hollering, dog. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and hey, that man. nigga felt so, so proud of those cups. Because they was dope cups. It was a dope idea. <laughs> The Vibes Cups was legendary. If you got a Vibes like, Cup today in 2018, you are. You she just scared. wasn't having it. She was like, nigga, all you did was get cups, nigga. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, I'm on the sideline. Telling you, if I got to be petty to make you understand, like, I'm going to do that shit. Like, I don't care. I want you to be just as blunt and honest with me as I am with you. Mm-hmm. I might be offended. I can say you sound stupid or you sound goofy, but at least you're able to get that shit off your chest. Yeah. I hate when motherfuckers try and tell me how to go off on them. Bitch, I'm going to go off on you the way I want to go off on you. And it might be <laughs> fucked up. I'm going to apologize if it's some fucked up shit, but I got to get that shit off of my no, chest. No, and that's like, the kind of people you need around you that's going to keep right. it 100. Like, yeah. hey, like, nigga, this this the dead this ass night, truth. That night, we was on Cherokee. I can talk about it now because the shit funny. And then my niggas. Like, they was talking about some other shit that had nothing to do with me. It, it like, blended into the business. It like, was about fighting at first. And yeah. then I was like, all right. I'm like, what the fuck going on? And do I need to pull up? And Ro was like, nah, I got it, dog. I got it. I'm good. I'm like, all right, whatever. It was, we went to do the walkthrough. And I'm like, cool, we finna. We had already had shit set up the way, you know, we wanted. We knew how we wanted vibes to be set up that upstairs because it was the gallery. Right. Downstairs, we didn't have to worry about it. Niggas is just performing. Right. 
upstairs really had was calculated because we have to um, measure spacing for all the artists, like all yeah, of that the shit. walls and shit, pop up shops, food, people, like who has the right lighting outlets, everything. And we get there, and these niggas decide, not real, but the people that was running 2720 at the time decided like, oh, let's paint a mural on the floor and the spacing that we had paid for. So you know how the upstairs of 2720 had like that um, sunken portion where yeah, the window yeah, where was? Yeah, around, yeah. That spacing, when all... That's what really pisses me off today now looking back. I wish y'all could see my the, face. Because the, they, they had some shit like stored over there like Because a they put space. arcade Case, when they arc yeah. arc when they opened arcade, all those games were on that floor. But when they did that floor, it went from yeah, we got the whole space into you guys can't use this. Do you know how many people could fit in that one section? And we sold mm-hmm. that motherfucker out too. And you telling us we can't walk on this motherfucker and right. I know eventually you're gonna Bro, you gotta open this up. This whole another hundred people. Like, yeah. we had to redo our space, and I was pissed because I felt like I was the one, quote unquote, in charge on the business side of shit. And no, she was. No, there's no <laughs> quotes on this. But she the was. communication route with twenty seven twenty wasn't to me. It was to real, and I would tell real like they only want to communicate with you because it's your shit. Mm-hmm. But the technic like all the technical shit, real was like, see you got it. So I'm like, they asking you this shit, but you don't know, and you still have to refer them to me. Like they need to come to me, Just and this is one of you. those things where, when we had got all of that shit and we was going over the very beginning of the idea we had, like. That's when they should have brought up, oh, yeah, we're going to do this and y'all can't use this because we pay for this space. I was there. I was I was seeing all that shit. I'm and like, I yo, these niggas like, is weird. I just was like, you let mm. this shit happen. Like, you let all this this shit happen. Like, I hated Cave at that time. Shout out to <laughs> Right, shout out to Hey, I hated that nigga, too. I love Cave now, but that, at that that's time, when Cave like, got to know that I wasn't with... With the shits, I'm not with the bullshit. Hey, that nigga let me bring my own TV and we up so I can whoop niggas and smash bros up there. Kaveh is amazing. Like, I love Kaveh. <coughs> yeah. But at that time, like, I was like, nigga, you're not... This my job. What You at the venue. And what, I what? told real he let that shit get out of hand. Then I cussed him out on Cherokee Street outside yep. with um, everybody there. I cussed him and Roach out because Roach was like his hype man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was just like, yo, hey, I'm just standing there watching, is, and I'm just like, okay. What's funny is that's when Stain Gang developed. So, like, Alex and Melissa was there they was with sitting me on the porch. Just, they were sitting on the steps. Just, it was Alex and Melissa sitting on the And then they came over, and, like, I was going in, and they was like, Jess was, like, going. Like, Jess is not a person that, that argues. When you get into it with Jess, you into it with her. I ain't going to stunt. But Jess is not, like, a... She just gonna be cool on a lot of shit. She not confrontational. So that night she was like, no, nah, y'all motherfuckers got us fucked up. Like, Alex was like, y'all some misogynistic ass niggas. Like, <laughs> and nobody knew who Alex was. Melissa like, just rolling her eyes. Like, yeah, Alex had just moved back to St. Louis. So Squad knew her, but everybody else that knows her today. 
didn't know who Alex was. Like, we all knew her. So she had really only been kicking it with us. And she's known me, I want to say, the longest because we used to dance together when we were kids. So, um, yeah, but... Yeah, I cussed them niggas out because I was like, y'all tripping. Was that was that year, the year you was like, fucking, I'm going to do like my own shit with like the events? Because I think that's what sparked it was that uh, that summer, like to me. Nah, that's not what what got me into doing my own shit. I always wanted to do that. What got me into to being like, fuck it, I'm going to do this shit, even though I'm nowhere near fucking prepared to do this shit was that because I just was like I could be doing my own shit and it be just as big and it not be like on no class shit with vibes or no competition but it's just like I could do this by myself that's really Mm -hmm. what it was it wasn't about what event I did or what I could do it's the fact that I could do this and not have a team of people and I was dealing with some bullshit what I feel like was bullshit because I'm a common sense ass person like I was de- I felt like I was dealing with bullshit and I was repeating myself. I don't like repeating myself. If we doing business and I'm going over some shit, I need you to listen. Like mm-hmm. that anything, any work that I do with Smee, he not I'm not just running off and doing that. Me and Smee sit down and I tell him, Yo, bro, like, this what we doing, blah 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 blah. Like, I need you to hear what the fuck is going on. So when niggas not hearing me and we doing business, I'll be like and it's a bunch of I told you so's. Mm-hmm. It's be like, oh, but they're my niggas, they're my brothers. That shit made us closer. Like that's mm-hmm. when real realized, like, yeah, if I ever have to step away for vibes for any reason, like I fuck with you enough to trust you with it and know you gone. I live in Chicago now. Real was like, Shh, do your thing, like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're my brothers, they're my niggas. But that summer I was going off. Shit, I went off on Benny ass in the final meeting. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember this. Bro, oh, I definitely said some slick shit to you. I know I did. I, yeah, I you probably deserved it. I, <laughs> hey, I got I in everybody else after vibes happened. Oh yeah, uh, okay. I, was in, I remember that night in real granny basement getting it. That was that was ass. bad, and I was just kind of like again, I was that nigga that was. Benny still didn't curse at that time. No, I didn't. But um. <laughs> Cause like at the time it was a uh, it was a little discrepancy, and I was just chilling. But I, again, I but was... I was speaking for him, and I was getting mad because I'm like, you should you as a like I, it was really on some male to female shit. Cause niggas would a lot of women would have kept quiet on the situation, but I was going hard, and I was like, yo ass need to say something. Like, you need to be like... And I was, again, I I was was that nigga in the middle. He was in the middle mm, of it. And I was just like, like, I was like, look, I ain't gonna say shit. Benny just had fun doing what he was doing. He wasn't. But I was like, it's the principle. Like... (laughs) Nah, that was was right. But like, I I was just there. I was just like, damn, bro. You know what it was? We have been arguing for so much. Like, so much for so long. Benny ass was like... Shit, this is another I love, Y'all called me to this meeting. Um, uh, I, this ain't what the, what we were supposed to go over. Like y'all talking. Real granny had to go down there. Oh my. That oh shit yeah, was, that that shit was bad. 
Boy, we needed Dang. cameras there. That was some reality. That was some uh, love and art. Not even love. Shout and out art. to uh, the most hated nigga in St. Louis, Alex R&B, Don. He was St. Louis hip hop shit. That was some of that type shit. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. What is that? Growing up Atlanta. Damn. That was some growing up St. Louis shit. <laughs> that shit crazy. Nah, but that's when Benny. Bro, I had no clue that that kind of shit even existed around that time. I was just so far off into other shit. Yeah, we we went kicking it like that yeah. at that time, and like I said, he shocked me when he asked me. I'm like, bro, you sure? I don't know. You, you know, I'm the most like non <laughs> coming out the crib ass nigga, dog. You sure? And he said, yeah, bro, just do it. I don't know how vibes became what it is, but honestly, like vibes is a blessing to the city in the sense of it's not a lot of events that nope. are happening and they happen annually and the momentum grows. They have a lot of events right now that, you know, they're annually, they're quarterly, whatever. But it's just like, oh yeah, you trying to go to this? Even monthly a shit. Lot. I don't even yeah. like monthly shit. I'm hitting your shit every other month or some shit. But Wait. like, Man, we need first some. Friday was the only thing that I did month to month because every first Friday was different. Right, and I genuinely enjoy seeing that big of a variety of people every single time. Like, I think we, like I said, at that time it felt like we had like a staple, like place yeah. where, where we can all meet up. Yeah, and it was just like I think we need that shit. Like it's kind of like how how High Point was for the niggas like in the. Late nineties, early two thousands, mm-hmm. they used to have little open mics there, and them shits used to be packed, sold out type shit. And that's how niggas like, uh, a lot of them slumfest niggas got their name off that shit, the high point shit. It hey, was like Rob Boo and all, all the them time. niggas. And like, shit I used to now. see pictures of that shit. I'm like, <laughs> damn, the motherfucker was straight packed. Like he said, yeah, like singers, rappers, everybody, everybody. every fucking week. <laughs> We met at this at high point, performed, and they just, just party there. That's yeah. it. Like, that's it. Vibes was, I mean, shit, it was cool. Vibes is really just made up of um, a bunch of people that have a bunch of mutual friends and yep. all of these circles connected. So I people be saying, oh, St. Louis is clicky. Like, the art scene is clicky. Nah, it's not. We got a lot of fucking mutuals. Yep. So you got a lot of circles that's tight, that's and got tight with other circles that's and made one big ass circle, and now y'all family like shit's not, it's not clicky like we know everybody. I mean, when niggas say this shit is clicky, I they be thinking means about, like, I presented I think they my shit to somebody enough. and they didn't fuck with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I don't like get the fuck out of here with that shit, man. And then them niggas that always be trying to like present that shit to niggas and shit. Them niggas be trying to be the savior of the city and shit. Like, bro, you don't need to do all that. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about doing none of that. I just want to be able to give back. And anyway, if I have it, I want to be able to do that. Like, I want to be able to to give niggas something and do. I was just talking to one of my homies how, like, damn, like, I was just talking to Smee about this. Like, how we actually had shit to do. Mm-hmm. Like, we the last of the last that grew up and had shit to do. We had the dirt dance. We had lock-ins. Mm-hmm. We had all the skating rinks. Hazelwood Day, May Day Parade. We had all of that shit. 
Going when you see kids playing outside today, that shit is weird. You be looking like, where the fuck are your parents? Yeah, like, you be like, hey, nigga, be safe. I straight used to be outside. I was four years old, kindergarten, like outside on my Walking bike home from school with my with one of my friends, like crawling in the fucking underground, um, the ditches and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kids ain't doing that shit today. Nah. And it's just like when we brought vibes back, or when. Not even back, but when they rail in siege, because they are the founders and creators. So when they put that shit together, that um, put that restored that feeling back in the city. Like mm-hmm. niggas got something to do, and that birth. Not it ain't even that it birthed because it was way more. May monarchs paved the way for all yep. of this shit. Ooh. Like all right, the like, whole scene right, right theory, now. My theory right here is this: is two. It's a, it's a family tree, mm-hmm. so it's like OGs. You have the you have the force, mm-hmm. and then you have main monarchs, and the niggas is a part of like one of those trees. You I got, was a like, part of the main Black monarchs Spade, tree. And yeah. then like you got Ron, like Ron, like the Rocky, OG niggas. Yeah. Them niggas was like yeah, and then main monarchs was the youngest niggas that came in and said we can do this sh- this shit too, and we finna put a flip on it like yeah. we finna do pump up the sneakers like nigga that was the women coming they pumps or they sneakers mm-hmm. the men coming they flies kicks that's when flight club was like niggas had if you was on flight club ordering shoes you was in nigga type deal yeah. and like yeah we had a little fun shit like that to do but when they exited that kind of died a little bit. It was shit that was going on, but that was the beginning of saturation. And yeah. then vibes came and blended that shit because you never heard shit about the art side of St. Louis until vibes came and blended that shit. And that's just really because I think Siege and Real was on some like cool shit or whatever. And one of them had presented the idea. And then it was just like, yeah, but I want to combine these two, not you do all the work type shit. Like, I want to involve y'all community, too. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of creators start coming out the woodworks because niggas was like, oh, I got a lane now. Mm-hmm. The visual world brings out photographers, you know what I'm saying? Like, creative directors, stylists. Like, it brings out way more than just music. So, yeah, like, vibes was just like, bet we got some shit to do. Like... The fact that we have vibes, I used to think, like, damn, why could niggas be, like, still upset out here? But, like, we actually have shit, but niggas, niggas so caught up in thinking that somebody else's success comes at their expense. So you get a lot of, like, bullshit that come with it. Um, I'm glad I didn't forget this thought, because you just brought it back <laughs> to me. But now that you say that, the problem with this probably would go into another portion of the interview deeply, but the problem with St. Louis that I've noticed since I've moved to Chicago is St. Louis niggas get a little bit of attention and then it's like, oh, I just quit my job today. Oh, I'm dropping out of school. Oh, I'm <laughs> like, it's like you get this attention you're thinking you're getting the amount of attention that you need to quit doing nine to five ass shit and live an artist life. Mm. 
but you really not ready for it. Like, you just caught up in it. And I think a lot of niggas get caught up in that shit thinking they can do it. It's some yeah. niggas. Real Brody is one of them niggas that I can vouch. Him and Real Finesse. Two motherfuckers that I can vouch that ain't never... I've never seen him work a regular job. Real Brody has had a regular job here and there. To only time Real gets a job is doing vibes, mm-hmm. cause it's he gone the the money coming in from the art, but to balance a event that size and bills, mm-hmm. it can't be supported by art, cause nigga he had to make his own art too, so he mm-hmm. had to take time apart from making commissions to do some shit for this show. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, bruh, niggas just get big-headed and then they, they stop trying, they stop living a regular nigga life and want to go into this rock star lifestyle. <laughs> and it's not that, nigga. We in St. Louis. Ain't shit about St. Louis a rock star lifestyle. Right. And then that's why they quit. And you be like, damn, niggas was on fire more when they was unavailable than them now being available. And it's because they mm-hmm. burnt out. Like, you, yeah. you wasn't, nigga, you not in your prime. Like, you, you trying to live like Yeezy and shit. And <laughs> nigga. got work to do. I be noticing how, like, niggas don't know how to, like, separate themselves. Like, they don't. Like, like, it's basically them niggas be throwing their gems in the ocean. Instead of throwing a gems in like this swimming pool over here, where I throw my gems in both. Like, cause niggas like you can't find the shit in the ocean, like unless you on some scuba diving shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you got these motherfuckers. All right, basically what I'm saying is like, nigga, if you know you bringing in twenty people a show, mm-hmm. why the fuck are you trying to rent out the pageant exactly. or Delmar Hall? That doesn't make Not sense. Not even that. Why are you trying to rent out twenty seven twenty? The biggest issue I used to hate that I would see is there were artists that were not where they thought they were, and they were like, all right, bet, let me book 2720, and they wasn't ready. 2720, vibes that year that we was there, that me and you worked. out, me. We had over 1,200 people in that bitch. That's breaking the fire code Mm -hmm. that we. They had to shut that shit down damn near. Damn like, near. We had to one in, one out. We had to stop the line for over an hour. It didn't matter if you bought a ticket online or not. Fire marsh. It Bruh, was, we got to hold crazy. this line. Well, I went upstairs and I was just like, yo, this is illegal. Niggas like, was, like, see, i pay you $50. Let me, i pay 50 plus the ticket fee. No, you're not getting in. Like, I was out, I was Can't. in the line with my heels on, going off. Get your ass here and over here so yeah, we can get y'all in here. Like, But like I said, like that shit is crazy. Like I was just like, yo, y'all don't know yourself. Y'all not self-aware. Like, bro, you only bringing in 20 and 30. Like, you don't need the pageant, my guy. Like, why mm-hmm. would you want to do some shit like that to yourself? Yeah, like, I just, that's not something that I, um, that was a revelation of mine when I moved to Chicago was trying to figure out, okay, what really is the problem with the music or the creative community in St. Louis, specifically music, because a visual artist honestly doesn't give a fuck about blowing up, per se. You Mm -hmm. can do very well as a photographer, quietly, under the radar type shit, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, Paul Missy... um, Adrian is 
Adrian is Nelly in the art community. Yeah. Like, he's always been that nigga, but he's really that nigga right now, and he not, like, out there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But he's still known internationally. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas hear me like, oh, yeah, I... I got this many streams, like, I'm at this level. And they don't get Don't nobody know these niggas for real. Like, it's Yeah, like, hard. it's just like, in Chicago, niggas don't switch up. Niggas still be... I ain't even saying niggas switch up, but it's just like, niggas know, like, if I'm not really about this 24, 367 shit, like... Mm-hmm. All the way around the clock, then I'm not finna be out here like, oh yeah, I just quit everything. I'm gonna be a full time artist because a lot of I can't be a full time artist. Uh, yeah, I can't I refuse. <laughs> I like my nine to fives. I fuck with my nine to fives. What you do is you find you a nine to five in the field that you truly enjoy. Mm-hmm. I truly have enjoyed every field that I've worked in. They're all intertwined. Healthcare, childcare. Right now, I work with autistic kids. That's mm-hmm. different for me, but it's still in the same mm-hmm. realm. Shit. Like, There's not too many people who can say that, right? Yeah, I enjoy that shit because I'm still helping people when mm-hmm. I do events and shit. Like, I'm still helping people. I'm always dropping free advice. Like, I'm still helping people. Like, that's what I like doing. I like being Captain Savo. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't hoes though, but like <laughs> we former, former retired, uh, retired as fuck. Nah, but niggas just be on some. It ain't no balance, like you said. Like, yeah, and I be noticing that niggas be trying to fit in like a um, a square peg into a circle hole, like with like. Okay, we we recorded this video last night, right? Mm-hmm. And I was telling him for the first time the story of. Stu was on the show, I think, I believe, episode four. Mm-hmm. He was like, this girl was on Twitter, was like, yo, I need a podcast to listen to. Y'all have any recommendations? Stu was like, oh, listen to this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. I was actually on this episode. Oh, girl was like, no, I don't like your episode. <laughs> I don't like your podcast. I'm sorry. And then she, she like. She didn't like the podcast or she didn't like his episode? She didn't like the podcast. So oh, she yeah. subtweeted us after that. After that tweet, she was like, "Can y'all? Can you please recommend me a podcast <laughs> that doesn't degrade women?" Oh, and I was like, "Yo, we degrade women." And at first, I was just like, but then I had to think about something. I was like, "Yo, is this a person that I actually hang out with in real life?" Mm-hmm. And she wasn't. Like I was going mm-hmm. through her tweets, like a mom. I'm like, "Oh, nah." I can't join on her without her being offended. Yeah. Like, I'm good. Like I can't let that go. hang right. That's why I wasn't offended. I know I don't know how Stu felt, but I knew I was just like, oh, my shit ain't for her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, look, I'm not I'm not in the business of trying to win niggas over. Like, my shit is look, yeah, I can I get on this motherfucker to drink champagne, talk about <laughs> biting booty cheeks and having fun with my friends. That's that's the only thing I'm concerned with. So we do. Like I don't give a fuck. Like, look, if if our content ain't for you, I mean it ain't one. It wasn't right. for you. And I have no like qualms about that shit. I'm like I'm good. Yeah. Like I'm not about to waste my time and your time trying to get. Hey, please listen to us. And that's a lot of artists do that shit out here. I'm not like, begging, motherfuckers. Yeah, like dog, niggas like, be for begging attention and support. They yeah. be begging indirectly by crying. <laughs> and complaining and I'm 
be like, dog, chill the fuck out, man. You're going to live. Everybody that gets a response out of me as far as shit like that, um, I get a lot of DMs like, Oh, listen, can you listen to my song, blah, 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 blah. I'd be like, nigga, how many times do I say, I don't blog anymore. I don't really care to I, listen. I, I remember that shit. That shit was called Tall Girl Media. Mm-hmm. I remember that shit. That's it was her started. take. And I was like, <laughs> I'm saying, why I heard started. that before? But that made, okay. That's where it all started. That's how we got in. And, like, I kind of stayed in. Because Taylor ended up going to college the same year we started it. She just randomly was, yeah. Going to college, <laughs> not even that. It not even that she was like, yeah, I'm going to college. But I think she had uh switched her schools or something. Yeah, that's what it was. She had switched her schools, which meant that she wasn't gonna be in St. Louis. So it was like, damn. But I just always say, I'm a music kid. My mama, mm-hmm. I'm social. My mama and my dad are both very social. She used to skate. Like I said, he worked on cars, whatever, all of that. He was in the cars, car clubs. They both music heads. So shit, I was into the music. Along, I was one of them people, I didn't want to listen to your mixtape. Don't hand me your mixtape, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I went to Sweet Life one day, and that shit changed. Like, I got cool with all of them. It was, it was different. It was Luke and Lucas and Seth. It wasn't just Seth and mm-hmm. like everybody else now. But Rico, he an OG. Yeah. Um, and Mark used to be there. Mark was, he was super sneakerhead. They all was in the sneakers, but Mark was like that nigga. But um, yeah, that's how I got into that tall girl media shit and then I just stuck to what I'm doing and it transpired into events. Yeah, cause like when I seen I was just like, look, how the fuck, what the fuck is needed out here? That was my big thing. I was just like, all right, what's needed? Yeah, I just think niggas need to stop jumping the gun. That's that's what it came down to. I analyzed a few people that I know some people very close to me, some people that I've known them for so many years, and it's like, you know, you had a person where you're like, damn, why the fuck you ain't? You have mm-hmm. awesome shows here. You do well online. You have the presence on and off the internet. Like, mm-hmm. why the fuck? And it's because you got too many, um... You ever seen a person come back to church off the streets and they get baptized mm-hmm. again every three to five years on some shit? <laughs> yeah. Trying to, trying to redo that, trying to start over. Yeah. That's what I noticed is happening and was was and is happening now is that you have a lot of people that are like, all right, I'm going to go be a full-time artist. And it gets to be too much because niggas still got to be adults outside of being an artist. You still got responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You still got bills. You still yeah. don't understand the concept that you don't have sponsors and just... Free shit coming in like all the time where you say like you don't you don't have that money line right now. Mm-hmm. Niggas forget that shit and like niggas need to be adults first and then tap into that artist lifestyle. They need to yep. figure out their balance, get you a nine to five that 
So you saying niggas need to work hard enough to afford they Hell yeah. Have- yes, you need to work hard enough to be able to afford that lifestyle. And that lifestyle does not include the benefits and mm-hmm. perks like shopping and blowing 10K in the strip club in one night yeah. and buying chains and shit. No, you need to still be able to afford that big ass mansion you went and bought. All them fucking cars you got or that one car you got that's too damn much and your car payment and insurance is ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. You need to still be able to afford that. And not only that, when you get that big, it's mandatory that you have a team. You need to be able to afford the motherfuckers around Around, you if you can't afford nothing else. If you got to sacrifice, you have to be able to sacrifice your check to make sure your team is straight so they can keep making sure you straight so you can keep making the money because ultimately you the one that's making the money if it's not for you. Like Rick Ross said, he said, if your man loyal, your man priceless. Right. Hey. Like, that's what I was saying uh, yesterday, man, like, about, like, niggas living in the world of, like, delusion. Mm-hmm. Delusion, bro. And I was just like, yo, like, I created a world where I was like, look, I want a polite world, and I want it to be practical. Yeah, like, but with these niggas was just on some delusional shit, and I was just like, "Yo, like, bro, this isn't this isn't practical. This isn't real." And I I know for a fact that y'all niggas ain't putting in the work to be in that one percent that's mm-hmm. happy and do what they want for a living and shit like that. Cause like I I found out like as soon as I started the blog, I was like, nobody gives a fuck about your dreams. Especially if you ain't got shit to show for it. Like, I can make all... Yeah, you have to have something to show for it for niggas to give a fuck. Right, because mm-hmm. I can you say, like, yo, yeah. one we day... We can all have the same dreams, but... I can say I want to work with Quentin Tarantino right. one day, but then, like, yo, a nigga be like, yo, where your short film at? Right. And I ain't got mm-hmm. nothing to show for that shit. It's, it Where's your real dumb. Content? Content. It sounds stupid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, people, like, because we living in an affirmation age, so people claim shit, because you got to claim it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't against that shit. But you got to work, though. But yeah, you got to put it away. Niggas are claiming shit, then they go back to fucking tweeting about Cardi B or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I claim gonna... that I would have a venue by 2019, and I can admit that I'm not going to have a venue by 2019. I will, by the grace of God, and just... Yeah, but you haven't given up on it, though. No, I have not given up on it, but realistically, the uh, stepping out of the artist role and my real responsibilities, I don't give a fuck about having a venue if me and my personal life are not straight. Mm -hmm. I need to be able to tap into my artistry 100% without being afraid my something in my personal life isn't right. You know what I'm saying? Like... Because if, if your personal life off, it's going to throw everything off. And that's and why a lot of... For that shit. Yeah, that's why like, a lot of people end up going on a forced hiatus. It's not yeah. that niggas wanted to drop a mixtape and not follow up with no visuals or no... Niggas put they all into dropping this mixtape, but not into the entire vision. Mm-hmm. Nigga, why are you dropping a whole EP with no fucking visuals? Or your lyrics not on every lyric website? Or... Yo, shit, just the basic audio not on YouTube. Why is your mm-hmm. shit only on SoundCloud? Like, why is the quality, why you put so much into the quality for the visual portion of it to not be there? Why you not doing shows? Why you not having listening parties? Like, like niggas gotta be out here. And I don't know why niggas don't wanna here. be out niggas here. Niggas wanna be fucking um, introverts. Y'all niggas yeah, not introverts. Y'all is just... <laughs> 
you don't know how to be social. A lot of people yep. do not know how to socialize. Man. They, they can't go like, into a just room. We just learned this shit. A lot of niggas cannot go into a room and start a conversation. If it's dead silence, they not going to be the first niggas to start the conversation. Yeah. Cause like we we started and my issue it wasn't Mo's issue he's always out here but it was my like my homebody mentality mm -hmm. like look he just wanted to work and I was, I told yeah him I, I just wanted to yeah. fucking write and I just wanted to fucking work on a podcast and then he was like nah he was like no we nigga we gotta be out here yeah. it's and a lot of like, niggas and that's why I told I was like bro like we like we gotta go out we gotta like you like people say shake hands kiss babies you know like, what it is it's a lot of niggas that's um I don't do this for the the money or the yeah. the industry like I do this for the love and for the art of it I just want to work I just want to put it out there but then they get so tied up in it. They don't know how to put it out there, and it's just like mm -hmm. they never satisfied. Now I, I noticed once we started going out, niggas was just like, "Oh, okay." Like it's the polite boys and them. Like they mm -hmm. group yeah. us together versus mm -hmm. separate. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh shit, that, that means new. something." I probably have seen y'all a million times, but I've never recognized y'all in that million times until y'all started becoming more social online, social in person. Like exactly, we're living Probably in the definitely. greatest age ever. To where, go out and be like you can be your own a social boss butterfly off the internet. Mm -hmm. Like literally, like like I said, I am insulted that there is a kid making twenty two million off opening toys. Oh my, hey, he, no, he's the listen, highest paid YouTube. Listen, I still I'm like listen, toys. What the fuck? Like, I can still shit. be doing that shit. Like, I'm the oldest nigga here, right? Mm -hmm. When I was coming up, it was everything to try to work at McDonald's. Six Flags, shit like that. Having oh, a job. No, 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 none of those places were hiring when I was growing up. Niggas are getting laughed at for working at exactly. Six Flags. Exactly. Why? Dude, why would I work at McDonald's when I can just hop on Twitch, play Fortnite, and get mm -hmm. paid for it? Mm -hmm. That's why all these places was, is hiring. Back then, when I was little, these places was not hiring. Cause they, niggas was no. working. Exactly. Now the internet and social media. Fuck that shit all the way up. Bro, Niggas they own bosses now. You was lucky if you found a place that would hire you at the age of 16. Now yeah. everybody is hiring, hiring at 16 because they really need that They help. need, like, they sending shit to high schools to hire straight out the, like, bro, counselor's office, I remember bro. I was geeked. I was in high school, and I, my first job was Little Caesars. It was bunk as fuck. My boss ended up being on some, like, super creepy shit with, like, the, oh, no. the women that was working there, like, hella crazy. And I got fired with my classmate. And come to find out, I got fired because me and her was cool and she wasn't going for this nigga. Mm. And he ended up apologizing. He wanted me to come back and work. And I was like, no, nah, bro, you fucking Damn. sick. Ain't even sick, right? <laughs> right. Ain't even Fucking sick, dog. Like, he he didn't look at me that way. So, like, I ain't never had to clean windows. I never had to work at the front. I got to do regular pizza-making-ass shit. Because niggas wasn't sexually attracted to me. Thank God, because I don't like that shit. <laughs> that nigga was creepy, like, when I picked up on it. But when I, my next job after that, nigga, I got hired at Gap. I was a junior working at Gap. I was like, fuck, fuck is you talking about? What right. the fuck do you mean? Mm -hmm. Like, nigga, and you I get work at discount? Right. I'm like, I get 40% off. Y'all niggas, y'all out here. Banana Republic? Yeah, niggas was slaving at Steak and Shake. 
Hey. It was hella people slaving in second shake. I'm like, man. I, ain't gonna I know so many people that work there, dog. Yeah. I ain't have a job till I was 18 because my mom wanted me to focus on sports and school and shit. No, my mom was like, nigga, you want to buy My mom was on there too, though. You want to buy platinum food? Nah. Nigga, you right. need your, uh, my mom was job. on it too, but I wanted a job. I hated. I was getting allowance and from my grandparents. I ain't never got allowance from my mama. She just used to give me bread or like my grandparents would just be like, "Mona, we got it." So whatever, like, <laughs> and shit. I got to that age and I was like, "Bro, I want to do shit. Like, I want a yeah. job." Got hired at Little Caesars. Just started applying in places. Money. But shit, now niggas is sixteen. Booming. They booming like uh, man. Hot. That's why I can never say like, yo, social media is fucking up the world. I'm like, nah, nigga, it's it's changing shit. Like straight changing shit. It's making shit too accessible to the wrong type of people. I'm not yeah. gonna stunt. I be like, it don't be on no jealousy shit, but it just be like. Outside of myself, I know way too many motherfuckers that work they ass off. Even artists that I don't know personally, big artists that work they ass off, and then the motherfucker come up and do some goofy ass shit, and now they popping. And then mm-hmm. what's what's really happening now is like them neck ass boys. Like these niggas got famous off of their neck. Oh my god! I know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wide yeah, neck yeah. and long neck. They got famous off they neck. neck and they asses. got famous because niggas was making fun of them. Because niggas, that's the thing. Niggas be cracking jokes. Niggas be getting them jokes off, but they be they making, making niggas, niggas famous. famous. But it became on some like, all right, we get it. A nigga got a big neck. Like you got all the fucking jokes in the world, but now he famous and niggas is tapping into the and he getting to, paid. into the music industry. Yeah, and that's when I be like, bro. This shit is out of line, cause swag. Shame. And they getting bread. Super bread. Breaded. I'm like, yeah. Club appearances, nigga. Yeah. (laughs) We gotta. These niggas must be stopped. I would do a good two years of club appearances. Run my bag up. Cardi B did that shit. You see where the fuck she is now? Right. She did nothing but club appearances for all of her mixtape performances. And then she did that love and hip hop shit. Cardi B, one of them celebrities that's been coming to St. Louis since she was just like famous for no reason type shit. For being hurt Mm -hmm. and being funny. She was coming here before she went on Love and Hip Hop. Then she went on Love and Hip Hop. She was doing her mixtape. She came here because she was on Love and Hip Hop. Then she came here because she had a mixtape. Now she big as hell. I I used to be a Cardi B fan when she was making those videos where like like, people saying that she had nipples and shit. Like that was some some throwback shit. But I fuck with her. I mean, that's my bitch. Oh, she's not my bitch, but I, I wish she was my bitch. I fuck with her. <laughs> Cardi B, that girl. Everybody need that friend. Like, everybody need a Cardi B. That's just like... Cardi B remind me of the I Like Eggs girl. <laughs> From the Amanda show. She just like... She's oh. like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just about to ask. I'm like, wait a minute. I Like Eggs. Or no, or even Shorty. Nah, you know Cardi B remind me of... Like Gretchen from um, Mean Girls. Wasn't that like the airheaded girl? If y'all niggas ain't never seen Mean Girls, we about to bang. It's a cult classic. Okay, so you should know who Gretchen is. Yeah, I got Regina. Like the airheaded girl. She just. I know who she is. Yeah, but her mixed with the I Like Eggs girl. Like Cardi B, smart (laughs) as hell. She can tell you about all the presidents detailed and shit, but she also be airheaded. She's a deep bag. 
<laughs> yeah, she different. We yeah. just gonna leave it at that. But yeah, I love Cardi though. Yeah, Shout I out like to Cardi. Like I don't, I don't ever like question like how she like got on or none of that shit. She I just, embraced like, that. I'm shit. just glad you're Cardi here. Cardi got on because of the people. Yeah, it wasn't no specific person in the industry. She didn't need no cosign. Her cosign was the people. That's what a lot of artists don't have. Yeah. It's a cosign from the people. Hey, what Jay say? We don't believe you. you Drake had a cosign. People. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Drake had a cosign from the people, and that's what got him his Wayne cosign, which Jay got Prince. more people Jay to. Prince right. Yeah, like, but Cardi B really had a cosign from the people. Cardi B and Offset did a, a song last year. No, the the year before, um, Bodak Yellow came out in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. So 2016, her and Austin did a song. That bitch did not blow up. Like, yeah, she was popping because of love and hip hop, but it was not Bodak Yellow. Like, the people made I remember I used to see that shit doing that shit where she, it was sounding like that Ply song. Was that yeah. the one where she's in all red in like somebody living room? Yeah, random, random bitch choice. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And like, and I seen it like posting on Instagram all the time where she was performing in like different cities mm-hmm. and like that's everybody the song, was fucking I'm not with gonna that stunt. shit. That's the song that really motherfuckers was like, oh, I fuck with this bitch. Mm-hmm. Then she did this other song. She was blooded out. I ain't gonna stunt. Her her verse on that song was hard as fuck. But the song didn't blow up, so it was just like, but motherfuckers. Is that the one she had the video for? Yeah. Yeah, she was with all the niggas, niggas in front of the yeah, car. Yeah, I remember that's that shit. Yeah, that's, that's one of her crazy. hardest verses. But that song verses. was hot, though. Right. But it wasn't her song, so it's like, niggas giving her the attention, not them. Them, yo, um, chocolates and shit, yo. My best friends. Okay, bet. <laughs> they be with me. You had to snap them up. They got a photo shoot. I want to see how they look in the light. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you high. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga just randomly started doing the photo shoot. I did. I knew it was going to be a big issue with the flash, so. Hey, y'all know what's funny? We used to, um, it was a point in time where, like, stones, you know, shit on Twitter, everything on Twitter goes through a hype phase or, like, a, oh, this is the new thing now. Mm-hmm. And at one point in time, Motherfuckers used to have their stones on them. But it was motherfuckers carrying stones where you was just like, bro, this this not really... It's trying. Yeah, it's just like, you. why are you making a mockery of some shit? But I fuck with the people that's really tapped in that shit. Like my homie Ramar, DJ Hood Bunny. Hood Bunny. He really tapped into that shit, and he one of the people that like... My favorite whore. Yeah, I go to Ramar to calm Shout down to and release type shit. He wanted them people, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. how you got them. You want you probably wanted them people to somebody. Yeah. He like yeah, that's an awesome compliment. <laughs> see, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm still taking it all in. Like sometimes I have to realize who I am. Sometimes I'm definitely one of those. I be trying to tell this nigga that he's important now. And he just don't be believing I'm low-key, man. And I be like, home. bro, like... You are important. Everyone you hella important. important, dog. Everyone has a role. When I'm out by myself, where's Mo? Yeah. Like, it's like, where's this nigga at? That's why I was sad I couldn't be here with Alex last week. Because we was like, oh, we finna do it together. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> and I know together, that shit would have been a country hell of a yeah, mess. Yeah, that shit would have been I listened to the episode today and, like... It, uh, Alex says country as hell, Taylor yeah. as very fucking she country. Behind, yeah. And she does this crazy mouth pop where you just be like, okay, bitch, like. <laughs> and country. it's definitely, oh, you gotta, the first five minutes, it's in there. 
Yeah. yeah, like before we before we started recording, I was like, "Oh shit, we need to be recording this like right now." now. Press press record. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now, now. Like, I know it's gonna be a great episode when we went to Goody. To was... Goody Goody. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Goody yeah. amazing. Don't record all three of us together. Oh, it's gonna happen. It's yeah, it has to happen. Now, I, right. I thought it was last weekend, but last week was gonna, gonna be the Stain Gang episode. Yeah, that was a surge in numbers. I seen it up. Oh, yo. oh, hey, nigga! I, I was swear like, oh, to God, hey. I, I looked at that today. I was, I was like, like oh, damn. Look at the influence. Bro, like, okay. Like, you put me, Alex, Kiana, and Taylor on a podcast. And Morgan. Cool. Hey, y'all know Morgan. I just Bradley. seen Morgan the other day, man. Put her on this motherfucker. Morgan political as hell, but she she hood political. Morgan, one of the funniest people I ever met. Like, she she's a low-key legend like she really in the community like she's really involved in giving back to the community her and her mom so like i've seen morgan go through a huge transition as a person and it's amazing because where she's at right now like that's just amazing but she funny as hell y'all bring morgan on this bitch she gonna be she gonna be reading the constitution and and going off on you at the same time (laughs) like Hey, Alex dropped major knowledge bombs on niggas. Yeah, the Alex, niggas my nigga. Niggas is not ready. No. Alex, my smart. nigga, we be on that. Like, them the type of conversations we have. That's why we we so close That's now. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Me, it was a time where me and Alex was cool. We knew each other, but we was in separate schools. She was at Normandy. I was at West. And then she was at Central. We reunited. We danced together. And then I stopped dancing. And she, she was like... She was on competition. I ain't, I just went summertime type shit. But um, I met her, or not met her, but I linked back up with her playing sports. I think cross country or some shit. Track Ooh. one of them both. And then she went to Central. Shit, we both at Hazelwood now, so we seeing each other at everything. And yeah, then she went to school, and we didn't reconnect until 2016 when Rail died. Right, and that's when I met like that's, that's when, when we I came met her for the first time, and I was just like, "Yo, she hella cool." And um, she was TTG. She still is. Right, she was hella quiet. She didn't say she didn't say much, but she was ready to. Uh, she was ready, ready to throw them fades. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yes, she we beat it. niggas' asses together that summer. Yeah, <sighs> that was a great. Summer. That was a great summer. Was, that was a horrible but great summer. That, yeah, because shit. Yeah, that shit was crazy. We was doing funny ass shit, crazy ass shit. We didn't give a fuck. Man. We was on some yellow shit. Whole summer. And then we became Stain Gang. Yeah, we need you back out here, for real. So niggas can stop um, complaining and start understanding shit. Um, you know I've noticed the change. Because I'm still tapped in. Um, tapped in and what's going on. I just be like, damn. When I really, honestly, what really made it dead so quick was twenty seven twenty closed. Man, and it's we just, rolled by that bitch. That shit was open as fuck. Hey, on me. I and me and Mo was just like, "What the fuck is going on right All now?" I seen white it was a line outside the door, and we was just like, "Yo, like they're having a New Year's party. If you in St. Louis on New Year's." Go to 2720 and prove to them niggas that they need to open it back up because blank space is not enough. Blank space is blank space in the arcade, and it really should have stayed the blank space. Space, yeah. Them, my yeah, niggas, I fuck arcade. with them. 
But the blank space was at a point where before niggas was doing shows in the basement, niggas was now doing shows on the main floor, and yep. that shit was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now you have arcade games. We we grown as hell. We don't want to be in no basement no more. A lot of us <laughs> too tall. That's the thing. Yeah, I can't yeah. wear heels in that basement. Yeah. I like I'm I like to wear heels. What the fuck? I'm five nine. I put on some four inch heels. I'm six two. Damn it, like six four. Like I'm I'm tall as fuck. Basically, nigga. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be in no basement. <laughs> I don't want to be walking downstairs and shit. But blank space is not enough. Nah. And I think honestly, bro, like the art community could not keep could not save twenty seven twenty. And that all that's that's all it was. Man. We would we would have been able to save twenty seven twenty if niggas wasn't so big headed and everybody quit their job and shit at the same time. Like we all working as artists and getting artist money. So the bread we get we get is getting split between adult shit and yeah, artistic shit, not putting shit into buildings. Like we mm-hmm. honestly real shit could have had a building off vibes, but it's just be it just be too much. Like, niggas got real lives that they can't. We still wasn't at the point. You had to be realistic. Realistically, in our personal lives, we were not at the point where we could go out, get a building, and run it. And we didn't have nobody that we trusted mm-hmm. to touch nothing. Real mama and granny, shout out to real mom. She just recently passed, but mm-hmm. like, real mom and granny are legends in Real's mm-hmm. events. They are at all of his doors. Yeah. That's facts. All of his doors. That's big facts. I'm the only, I'm probably the only other woman that's ever been able to tap in with them on some business shit for real. Because real doesn't, that's anybody. They got their right and they left hands and that was his mom and his mm-hmm. grandma for mm-hmm. his shit. Who gonna hold you down like them two people? But we could have had all of that shit and niggas. Too many niggas at the wrong time. Decided to go one way instead of just riding out a little bit longer. Like, you know, put it like this. You got Adrian and his class of people, you know. They did what they had to do from the loop. And they had plans to be outside of St. Louis. All of them. I don't think any of them live in St. Louis anymore. Nope. And they've stayed where they are. It's just Skip, the only one here. He the only one living. Yeah, they've stayed where they are, and they are all productive in what they left for. Even if they're not on the same path, they're still doing well enough for themselves to remain where they are. The niggas that came after them was on some, like, we in charge now, like, we got the spotlight now, like, and niggas was living in the spotlight and not thinking about, all right, how can I capitalize off what these niggas did, make it bigger, and then teach the young OGs, the next upcoming OGs after me how to do shit. So then you have a clash between... Them niggas is weird, though. They, they, they And were... niggas was cool at first, but then niggas get weird when they see you... Saying, I'm not going to be like you. I want to be like how May Monarchs did they shit. But the problem is, like, it's it's such a gap between some of us. Like, Rail and Adrian aren't that far off in age. But me no. and Adrian are. Like, me mm-hmm. and Rail are still pretty far in age. Like, they're, like, it was just some shit that could not be taught to me versus the people that came before me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right before me. I came in at the very end of Main Monarchs, so I didn't get to experience it. I mean, I felt like after them, after Main Monarchs went on they shit and they went away, 
that's when niggas started to like create entitlement instead of yeah a lot like, of titles came out and they, they create entitlement instead of like creating content and that's what entitlement no where the issue came in I'm a content person I had a blog I would be mad I can't I need my blog my blog runs off of y'all asses y'all Y'all not on a hiatus because you just dropped the album and now you doing this and and you you're on a hiatus because you can't afford to be an artist right now. Mm-hmm. You can't afford to put content out right now. It doesn't matter if you making money or not. You can't afford to set yourself up the way you need to to bring that. You can't even pull attention to yourself right now. That's how down bad niggas realistically was and didn't want to admit that. I can admit mm-hmm. that because I've been there. Like. Right. You're going to go through that multiple times as a creative. You're going to hit those patches where you have to say, okay, do I want to be a creative and struggle or do I want to get my shit together so I can live well and be able to create comfortably? I mean, that that come down to like the, um, like if you want to, like I said, I always call it the 1%, like where it's people who was in that one percentile that that actually do what they want for a living. Yeah. But even if they still have a, like a nine to five, like damn, I'm still happy. Like I'm still yeah. like I don't like where a, a person on the outside looking in and look at it like damn, like nigga, you really happy? Like yeah, nigga, like I do this shit at my job, I'm mm-hmm. good. That's how I am. Then I come home, like I got some more shit to do outside of my job that makes me happy too, and I'm fine. And niggas don't understand that shit. Like, at mm-hmm. all. Like, now, I'm not like that at all. My shit, my job, I hate that shit. But, like, I come home, like, I can stare at a, a fucking computer screen for 10 straight hours when I get home. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm in heaven. It's high on my phone. I'll be <laughs> on my phone. I can admit that shit. I'm on that shit. But I need that shit. That's how yeah. I stay tapped in. Yeah. That's a part of the job description. Exactly. Like, this shit, this shit... It's the, cause I look at it as like, what's the trade off? Like, if, like, I don't wanna get like all sportsy and shit, but like, when you watch football, the game is won in the trenches. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm in the trenches, I'm like, yo, I know I'm doing my shit, so I'm like, fuck it, I gotta write five articles this week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Grind it out. I'm not even thinking about any other bloggers. I'm thinking about yeah. like, yo, I gotta. This how I feel. This is the the bar I set for myself. So I gotta write five articles, and then people be like, yo, you releasing too much content. I'm like, for real? Yeah. I don't. It don't I, feel I, like I it. I like, didn't, nah. And I'll be like, damn. And then I look at other people's blogs. I'll be like, damn, they release one shit a month. Like I like, I couldn't do that shit. I'll be consistently releasing. Uh, Content is not a bad thing. It's just you have to be consistent, and it can't be all over the place. Like there are people that release content all throughout the year. Mm-hmm. All your major blogs, they don't take six months off and come back. They don't. They all year round. Yeah. But you gotta stay consistent with your goals and visions for the year. Mm-hmm. And that's shit. That's really it. My biggest advice is. Um, Shit, I used to work full-time in a hospital. Yeah, I remember that. And I used to work overtime, willingly. I hated the shit because of the way... It was like I wanted overtime, but the way it was happening, I hated it because it was more of an inconvenience for me. Mm-hmm. But um, if you want to 
know what it's like to be an artist more than being a regular nine to five person. Not even to say they're not artists either, but if you want to be less domesticated, work part time yeah. and see how you feel about that shit affecting your personal lifestyle and your vices and all of this shit. Like, can you really afford to buy all that we monthly? Working full time versus working part time. That's that's the fucking hey. That's can the you afford to go issue. out two and a half jobs? Like niggas I'm don't understand. Like bro, like like especially like how I equate my time. Like time really is money. Time, to me. Mm-hmm. time. And like where niggas be like. You know, you ever met a nigga that just bought some shit mm-hmm. and they know they can't afford it? Mm-hmm. Like, look, this Nintendo Switch costs 300 I got 350 in my pocket, but I'm still going to buy this shit mm-hmm. because I, I can leave out the store with this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Niggas, don't, niggas don't act like that with their time, though. Nah. They be like, all right, I just went to my job that I hate it, but I ain't going to work on my shit at home. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, all my hustle and everything I built for this polite shit it's, it's influenced by Jet Life and Rockefeller. Like, I was watching niggas like, yo, I like how them niggas move. I want to be a boss. I want my homies to be bosses. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to build this polite shit, and I'm going to bring niggas in on this shit. And they had them build their own shit for my shit and keep this shit going. I don't know how the fuck I decided I wanted to step into this shit. It just... It was 2016 for me. It was I more saw, so I was a like, yo, you're built, thing. You built for this shit. And I remember I texted you. I was like, yo, I'm so you proud of you. You didn't send me this long ass text. And I was just like, yo, you are really meant for this shit. And you need to do this shit. I didn't realize how passionate I was about it until I got to, until I got the opportunity to step in and help with vibes. And I was like, okay, bet. I, that's when I realized I could handle something to that capacity because that was like the first event that anybody had gave me a chance to be a part of. And even before that, I was bugging real, like, bro, like, please, like, just let me, like, I I see some shit, like, I see what you want to do, and I just want to be that person that understands that vision and it's gonna help you get to that point i might fuck up too but i get what you're doing you don't gotta do it by yourself type shit you know what i'm saying like and then a woman's eye versus a man's eye is always different women are, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what i'm saying like yo, i love that yeah. during that shit i was just like yo i was just, at that point when niggas was asking me to do something I'm like nah leave that, that shit up to see yeah because yeah. <laughs> like, to i'm gonna come back and be like mm. I was like, she gonna know best. Like, I'm not about yeah. to fuck with it. Like, yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was when I realized I could handle. Handle what? <laughs> she is actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I look, he That's did that it. on purpose. <laughs> Handle them big ass events, man. That's, that's when I was like, bet, I'm gonna do some shit. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah, fuck it, child. I'm just gonna become an event coordinator and just start throwing shit. Mm-hmm. And that shit worked out. <laughs> I got off the artist tip and more into events. And that's why now it's hard for me to, when people come to me and be like, yo, can you listen to it? It's hard for me to do that because I have to really respond to them. What am I doing after I listen to this song? Because I could tell you it's trash or it's good all day, but what's the real purpose behind me telling mm-hmm. me? Because if it's more than that, I need to be paid for it. <laughs>
Facts. Facts. Hella facts. Cash at me. <laughs> and we can talk. For real. Hey, man. We almost had um, two hours on the shit. <laughs> Yeah, I need. I'm like Doctor Phil special. I need two parts. I'm, fa- two part special. I'm just faded as fuck. Yeah, so, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the end of this. <laughs> I don't even know how this episode went, dog. But I know this shit was lit. Oh, it was great. very natural. Yeah, yeah. It very was organic. cool. Cause niggas been talking since I walked in the door. So I I like I like to talk a lot. I don't have a problem talking. I like talking about any and everything, whatever. As long as it ain't no arguing, no stupid ass conversation, I'm, we can talk. All right. We haven't had no stupid ass conversations, so. That's because I stopped talking. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> gonna go get more fucked up. Yeah. Right, about to go do some ratchet shit. Not do some ratchet shit. Engage in ratchet activities. You know, have fun. Right, thanks, my little boyfriend. I'm fucking yes. done.